My name's Andy Crook, and my mission is to help garage owners become more successful in business. And one of the ways I do that is I do a live training topic every week on one of the subjects uh, in the five pillars of business. And today we're in the financial pillar and we're looking at variable costs. We're going to look at what are variable costs, we're going to look at some examples and how they impact on the business, and then we look at managing variable costs and, and one or two of the, the pitfalls and advantages of, of, of variable costs and, and the method of, of overcoming those. Uh, that should take us up to the uh, 15 minute mark. So without further ado, let's get on with today's subject, variable costs. So a variable cost is a recurring cost that changes in value according to the rise and fall of the activity level of the business. So a variable cost changes depending on the activity level of the business. So if you think about when you when you look at your variable costs, costs are expense variable costs are expenses that fluctuate in direct proportion to the level of work that's being done in the business. So the variable cost change depending on the activity level of the business, which is if you like the direct opposite of fixed costs which remain constant they're expenses that do not change depending on the activity level of the business so you can see that the the two costs are, are very very sort of similar and they're, they're easily to confuse between the two and in fact when we start to look at some of the examples you'll see that it's not quite as black and white as you might think in some cases what can be a, a variable cost can also be uh, considered a fixed fix, fix cost in another business. So the way I like to think about it uh, when it comes to fixed and variable costs, how I, I sort of split them from my own understanding, and, it, and it's not a bad yardstick for any business really, is I like to think of fixed costs as being the costs that you would incur as a business on a bank holiday Monday. No one turned up for work uh, and no work was actually done. So there was no activity, but you still incurred costs. So you would still have had to pay wages, salaries, uh, heat, light, rent, rates, those sort of costs are all fixed costs. Whereas variable costs are the costs that change depending on the amount of work that's done. Uh, and th that's the, the sort of the yardstick I used to measure by it. If it's cost I would incur on a bank holiday Monday, then I consider it normally to be fixed. And if it's a cost that changes depending on how much work is done, then I consider it to be a variable cost. So what difference does it make whether you have high variable costs or high fixed costs in your business proportionally to one another? So I'll give you an example. So an airline, for example, is an industry um, with high fixed costs. And what that means is they're less vulnerable to competition because to start an airline business, you need a huge amount of capital investment to buy the aeroplanes, et cetera, et cetera. So their fixed costs and their are much, much higher than their variable costs. And therefore they're, they're relatively, if you like, less vulnerable. Whereas industries with high variable costs like service industries, which rely a lot on the amount of labor. Their labor cost is, is possibly the biggest cost, which changes with the amount of work they do. They can be much more vulnerable to competition because 
you hardly need any investment to start up. You can start the business with, with effectively one person and then expand rapidly and just hire as you go. So that makes them far more vulnerable. So how does the garage industry stuck up between stack up between variable and fixed costs? Well, it's difficult to say because every business is slightly different. And it, there is a point where the in, in a garage business, as, as, as things start to, to change, you may find that your, your variable and your fixed costs start to sort of, they're not, they're not that dissimilar to each other. They're depending on where you are, the life cycle of your business and how many people are employed, etc., and what your overheads are, and especially your fixed cost overheads. You may find that, that you are, you know, you might have more fixed costs and variable costs per month. It doesn't really matter, but they're, they're kind of relatively sort of similar. We're not, we don't have very, very low variable costs normally, and we don't have, tend to have very, very high fixed costs in comparison. So we're, we're neither, you know, one or the other in effect. So how does that, you know, fit in with, with the rest of our work? So if, when we talk about variable costs, uh, and fixed costs. If you add them to the both together, that is normally known as your total cost. And and often it, when you look at uh, financial reports, the revenue or income of a business minus the variable costs is normally termed the gross profit. So the income or revenue minus variable costs is gross profit. And then the gross profit minus the fixed costs is normally termed the net profit. So you can see that um, both costs have an impact on on the profit level of the business. It just depends which profit you're looking at as to which costs normally are associated between whether that's the growth profit or the net profit. Uh, and and you might speak to your accountant and he might use terms you know around you know we your gross profit margin is really good, uh, but your net profit margin is 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 sort of a little bit bit more flaky. And that basically means your fixed fix, fix costs are a touch touch high for your gross profit, uh, and that's what they're talking about. But they expect you to know this stuff, and to, we just hear the word profit, and our, our eyes light up. But there are difference differences, and and where that you incur your costs, whether they be variable or fixed, will affect which of those two profits uh, that the accountant or your bookkeeper is talking about. So. We're talking about variable costs, so what, let's have some examples of, of variable co costs. And the biggie in, in the garage industry for variable costs for general repair work is the parts. Parts and consumable, but the parts is the biggie. Uh, and if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. It may, it's totally logical that the more labor we do, the more labor we sell as a business, the more parts we sell, because the labor is normally uh, fitting those parts, removing them and replacing them, because that's generally what that labour is about. So you can see that 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 is the the biggest, if you like, element of of your variable uh, costs is going to be your parts and where you buy your parts from and the margins you put on it. We'll talk about that in a second. But also consumables. The more work you do, the more consumables you go through. The more hand cleaner you use, as an example. Uh, and then if you depending on how your wages are structured, you may have bonuses uh, that you need to pay out. Uh, that that's also a variable cost because the amount of performance related pay is probably a better way of putting it than, than bonuses uh, will will depend on the, the 
output of the business. Uh, but so will your printing, your stationery, and your online payments. They all vary with the amount of uh, throughput there is in the in the garage. So the amount of business activity affects all of those payments. But some some accounting software places um, wages in variable costs, uh, and others pay, places wages in the fixed costs. And I suppose it comes down to the the vagaries of the term and how you how you pay your wages. So if it's a salary, the person employed generally gets paid that amount of money, uh, no matter what the activity level of the business. Whereas with wages, the 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 pay that the the person within that business receives may change depending on the activity level of the business. So if you're thinking overtime. Uh, payments may go into variable costs on top of your fixed costs, which you might already include in your wages. It totally depends on on your accounting software and your probably your actual accountant. But the way I look at it is is for me personally, I put the wages because uh, we tend to pay a salary and then performance related pay and, and share schemes and stuff like that. We tend to have all that together, and the actual wages are in fixed costs because we pay them even on bank holidays, that's because that's how I break that down. And the bonuses and stuff are variable costs because they change depending on the activity level. So what is the impact on the profitability of the business be, because of your variable costs? Well, they, they have an impact uh, and they have an impact generally on your gross profit as it's reported. And the more work you do, uh, the more often you often, sort of forget the feeling that I'm, you're doing loads and loads of work therefore more work means more profit but it isn't always as simple as that because variable costs as as you start doing more and more work can become significant uh, and not keeping an eye on the margins can quickly reduce your profit levels so a, a sort of argument a, a to and fro with variable costs and, and, and margin is you're buying parts from a motor factor, should we say, and you're quite comfortable putting your your profit uh, on that, you know, adding your margin of 30% or 33% or whatever it is on that item because it came from a motor factor. But when you buy a part from uh, the main dealer, there's often some reluctance to, to charge anything other than the price the main dealer told you that that is the recommended retail price. Uh, and that's a conversation for another day. But if you're increasingly using dealer parts and you feel they're squeezing your margin because they're saying, oh, you can only have 10% discount off the the price that the, the public gets, then you could start to see that your variable costs are increasing and they're affecting your profit margin. And you may or may not need to do something about that. The good news about variable costs is they're directly proportional to the activity of the business. And the activity of the business in, in a workshop scenario is typically the number of hours sold. Uh, so you could model your business and you can get an average variable cost per hour sold. So that, what that typically looks like for, for a lot of garage businesses is they know for every hour sold how, what, how many pounds worth of parts they sell and if they know their average margin, then what they'll know is the average profit per pound sold. But you'll definitely know the 
the direct relationship between the number of hours sold and the variable costs. And you can just do a little bit of modeling, a simple Excel spreadsheet to do it. Or if you've got a more sophisticated garage management system, you can certainly get this data out of there. You can start to work out, uh, and which allows you to, to look at your business a little bit more objectively when you start saying, well, well, if I took on another fitter, what would the impact be? Well, let's say you have an efficiency in mind for that individual. Uh, and what you can then do is say, well, that person's now gonna, I'm gonna sell X number of hours, which means I will have Z number of increase in variable costs because but for every hour I sell, I incur a variable cost of this amount on average. And it allows you to start to, to look at your business. And we'll come back to that in a second because that's a useful thing to do. So how do we manage variable costs? Because we all know what it feels like uh, when the business activity levels are, are really high and cash is flowing into the business, the work is flying out, and we have this really good feel-good factor around us. It feels like there's loads of cash swilling about in the business, and that can result in, in, in some frivolous spending. Uh, and one of the one things to start thinking about is your inventory management. You know, have you got parts hanging around or, or consumables hanging around that you bought because it just made total sense to buy in bulk at that moment in time because you 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 were, if you like, cash rich at that point in time because business was going really, really well. And we're probably starting to see that we need to manage um, our repair businesses slightly better at the moment because of the, the fluctuations through the year because of the changes with the MOT from COVID. So, you know, it's like the you phone up for a tip, particular type of oil. It's not one that you generally keep in stock. And the the margin on buying 205 litres of this in a barrel as opposed to five litres in a can makes perfect sense when everything is going well and there's loads and loads of work on. And then they added to that, there's 90 days um, terms, makes for a tempting offer. But you've got to be wary of a mismatch between when the business needs to pay the suppliers and when it's sold the oil or whatever other parts that you've bought in uh, in bulk because this can create a cash flow problem so how do we help manage that because the the temptation is when everything's going really well uh, in in the business is, is to spend more and that's just human nature but often what happens is there is a, a mismatch between when business was going well and we ordered all the parts and then depending on how your business is set up and the, your credit terms most are 30 60 or 90 days so that there is always a delay between when you had the goods when the vehicle left hopefully and then when the invoice comes in and this is where we go back to one of my old favorites and that's profit first accounting methods uh, and by business by modeling the business and knowing what your costs change to uh, and how much for every, if you like, pound that comes into the business, how much of that is profit and, and, and siphon that straight off into the profit account. How much goes on tax and, and siphon that percentage and put that in your tax bank account. What you need for your wages, put that in a separate bank account and keep splitting the income down into these various accounts is a great way of preventing that boom or bust feeling. Because actually, when you look into the operating account, which is what's left over after you take all the other stuff out, it probably only has enough money in it to cover the bills as they come round. And that, what that does 
is it prevents that feeling of when you look into the, the bank account, you think, oh, you know, can I afford to do this? You see what you've got in there and, you, and it's generally, when you get better at this, you it prevents that boom bust feeling so that when the bill comes in, you go, yep, I've got enough to pay that and, and away you go. And then the reporting period starts again. So that's one way of managing your variable costs. You can model them so you know what, how, when activity levels change, what the cost implication is to the business. Uh, and therefore, keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on your parts costs from your various suppliers, whether that be different uh, motor factors or even the different main dealers. Make sure that your your margin is in line with what you, you your plan is and what you want out of the business. Because managing both your fixed and your variable costs is essential achieving optimal financial performance and profitability within your garage business. Hopefully this quick uh, training topic on variable costs has given you a little bit more insight into the difference between variable and fixed costs. Uh, what are examples of variable costs and then some idea of, of if you like the drawback of having variable costs that if you're not aware and you're not managing them correctly what can happen uh, and, and a way of managing it, obviously, is, is one of my favourites, profit first accounting methods. Uh, and that will take care of everything for you. If you've got any questions, uh, send me a message. Uh, if I've made you think a little bit about how you run your garage business, then I've done my job. Hopefully, this will make you do it slightly better. Have a good evening uh, and take care. Bye bye.